0: our programs for the international communities of greater toronto opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station now programming for toronto's irish community on am 1430 fairchild radio
1: short time
2: Right, right, you're very welcome to Keolagos Crack. Sweet sounds of Susan McCann there and
3: Queen of Hearts. Good man, yourself. There you go. With the kickoff, hope everyone's staying hydrated and uh, the air conditioner is uh, is on today. Well, she's, uh, she's, she's hot.
2: She's hot. I heard on the car when I got into it there on the drive over, it was, feels like, 39 in Milton this morning. Oh, but the hope is 39. And that was, at yeah. what quarter to 10 or so. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a hot one, so lots of water. They're what's suffering the with the same, I believe, over home. Honest to God. Look what's going know, on over it? there. Oh, yeah. It's 32 uh, <laughs> degrees in
3: Sligo yesterday. <laughs> There's some great pictures coming out of the country. Oh, my together. goodness. I'd say the Atlantic Ocean and the uh, Irish Sea are getting are getting um, well swamming, as they, they say. They are right indeed, now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Pretty yeah. that's good. Oh, it's great
2: now. The hankies will be tied around the head, <laughs> the wee knots around them. Huh? <laughs> yeah, and they're almost out of water. They already have stopped people... With the hose pipes in the garden and stuff like that, and don't be washing your car—it's all banned. Thousand euro fine if you're caught. Is that right? Yep.
3: that's a heavy one, though. Hard to believe for an island, isn't it? (laughs) It If you're running out of water, it sure is. Yeah. (laughs) Oh boy, yeah. There's some, and uh, there's a couple of big football games on today. I don't, um, I don't. It'll be savage in the heat, won't it? It will be. Yeah, it will be. So a few big games going on there today. Now, Uh, Leitrim taking on Monaghan. Yes, Uh, indeed. Got Armagh taking on Clare. Uh, Cavan and Tyrone and Kildare are taking on Mayo. Lots of controversy about that one during yeah, the week. Indeed, yeah. But um, Kildare dug in the heels and they got their way in the end. And uh, it was very interesting. And I think the, the GA made the right decision there. Obviously trying to accommodate. They know that Mayo fans travel in fifteen twenty thousand 20,000 of them will go to Croke Park, no problem. Uh, but uh, that uh, ground in Newbridge, unfortunately... Um, The Kildare County Board have, for years, resisted uh, investing in that ground and can still only hold 7,000. So it's well below the national standard for Mm -hmm. a a GA field within a county. So not surprised that the GA tried to pull it over there because uh, there's a lot of money, a lot of moolah moolah there. GA uh, may also have about 3,500 season ticket holders, and about 90% of them would really go to every single game. Um, So that's half of the, allot- the the capacity of the ground that's just season ticket holders right, right. so and they, will they, they get
2: that allotment they ab- no. like what's what is the story there
3: then you know they Could they sell everything if, if the crowd hits capacity before they get there they won't be allowed in oh boy and it's in the terms and conditions under which they bought their ticket that it says that if um you know they they have no control over whether they'll be accepted at venues that are already my goodness yeah. So That's a bit
2: disappointing, though, all the same. I mean, I understand it from Kildare's point of view that you want that home yeah. advantage, but at the same time, I mean, this yeah. is what we live for, right, is the championship. It and is, then yeah, suddenly, absolutely. Uh, you can't get a ticket to a live oh, game. I,
3: I, I think if they had approached it in a different way, um, you know, Maybe, Kildare yeah. had already travelled to Derry and travelled to Longford, so they they had already kind of done their away game thing already, so they mm-hmm. felt really cheated. I think if the J.A. came to them and said, listen, if if you draw Tyrone, Mayo, or... So, moderate. if they drew Leitrim, the GA would not have moved it, right? Mm-hmm. No disrespect to Leitrim. But um, if they had come to them and said, listen, there's a there's a chance you could get drawn against, you know, counties that will draw in ten, fifteen thousand 15,000 fans, um, maybe, and they had come up with some kind of a deal, yeah. I don't know.
2: Interesting. And just so people know, too, the Galway Arms is showing the Cavan own game right after this show and then the Kildare Mayo
3: controversial game that we're just chatting about. They'll mm. be showing that at 2 o'clock today. Yeah. So uh there you go. I do want to give a shout out if I could to the Toronto Gales who are the national uh, who are the uh, local league champions. Um they have defeated they defeated St. Vincent's last Saturday by a goal and 13 points to 8 points. A great game. Uh Vincent's were leading that game by a point at halftime but the Gales just ran out um stretched it out there in the in the second half, and uh, they ran out eight-point winners in that. So, um, anyway, the job is half done for the lads, and uh, they're they're shooting now for the championship. Haven't won the championship for a long time, Kenny. Back in your day, was Back it? Back in my day, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Did you capt- that captain that? Did, yeah. Oh, okay. I lifted that jug, well, as, wow, I, as I like to go. remind all the lads. Uh, I, it's, not a, it's not a record I want anymore. So, it'd be great now to see the lads lift the cup.
2: Fair play to you. And for those that might be uh, switching switching sports for a, a quick second there that might be listening in here yeah. and may not have the World Cup on. Argentina's oh. after taking a 2-1 lead over oh, France. Oh, with the hokey. No. So there you go.
3: Maradona will be,
2: uh, be up to uh, his screaming. antics. I hope he's not now. I hope he's a wee bit more calm today. <laughs> Of course, big hurling matches tomorrow too. Absolutely. And uh, we should give a big shout out. Happy Canada
3: Day weekend. For sure. You know, Happy Canada and, uh, Day to our listeners in uh, Toronto. And also, um, happy Canada Day to our listeners in Calgary. That's right. Sunday morning for you lads out there now. So hopefully... Uh, They'll be wearing the red and having the flags going oh and yeah. fireworks. Get and her going, yeah. Getting ready for, uh, for Stampede out there as well in another week or so. Clare and Cork
2: hit it, and again these will be on at the Galway tomorrow morning, yeah. nine a.m. Clare versus Cork in the Munster hurling final, and the Leinster hurling final, of course, sees Galway and Kilkenny, and that's on at eleven a.m. also at the Galway. Brilliant, brilliant. Right. Well, uh, the um, the Irish Premier Division had taken a wee break yeah. there, and now they're back. They were back at it last night. A couple of exciting games actually. Dundalk beat Cork on an O.G. in the ninety-second minute go top of the table over there. So that was uh, an interesting one. The Dundalk were at home, and they uh, end up going top of the table. Limerick 2-1 over Bray. Bowes 1-0 over Pats, and Shams 2-0 over Derry. And Rovers take on Waterford later today.
3: Good stuff. All right. There you go. Yep. And uh, our man Seamus Power there w- made the cut. He's tied for 10th uh, at the... Um is it The Quicken Loans is on this Quick Quicken week. Loans Quicken in loans, the U.S., yeah. yeah. Tiger is down there. He's tied for fourth, I think, at the moment. So he's like three shots back. Two shots back or three okay. shots back, something like that. So uh, he's in with a shout this weekend, looking to get back into the winner's circle after a long layoff. So
2: More of the Irish
3: lads are playing over in
2: France, of course. And uh, just some latest stuff in there. Shane Lowry. Was four under today, so he's one over. Or sorry, one under overall. He's t- he's in eighteenth position. Gray McDowell is uh, was one under today. He's two over overall and in thirty eighth. And the best of the Irish is Paul Dunn. He uh, at the start of the round anyway through seven. He was two under today. He's three under overall and tied for fifth. So we'll uh, keep an eye on that and maybe get uh, his result out uh, before the end of the show. Did you know that? Um, Speaking of golf here, an Irishman won the U.S. Open this year.
3: I did not.
2: Well, I didn't know either, but I was doing a wee bit of reading. And, uh, Brooks Kepka. Yeah. No. Ricky Elliott, a Port Rush man, yeah. was on his bag. Oh, okay. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. There you go. Port Rush man carried oh, okay. the bag there. He's been with them now for a couple of years and uh, was caddying in the, in the U.S. And Bruce had lost his caddy to a bit of a strange one. And was going to go back over playing in the European tour, and I uh, asked Ricky, or Ricky, you know, met him, and decided, okay, there'll be a good opportunity to get back over that side of the pond, and has been carrying his bag now for a while. So interesting, imagine that! Wow, now you see, look at the you bits doing that all you that that find. That The little some nuggets somewhere. A some man there. for
3: the sleuthing you are. <laughs> great, great, you'd be great reporter or a radio man or something.
2: <laughs> Face for it anyway. <laughs> All right, and uh, speaking of soccer, by the way, the Big Robbie tournament is going on this weekend. And I want to give a shout-out to the Mayfield United AFC boys under 15 from Cork are out here to play in the tournament. And I looked at the schedule, and guess what? They're playing the Milton Youth Club. So from my own wee town that I live in here in uh, Milton, and I have uh, a couple of very good friends whose sons are on that team. And uh, if anybody is in the uh, Scarborough Neck of the Woods, you can get out and uh, watch the annual. It's the 52nd annual Robbie International Soccer Tournament, and it runs uh, all this weekend. So uh, the young lads there from Cork, if you wanted to get out and watch them, they're playing at Scarborough Centennial College. That's up on 941 Progress Avenue, and it's just off Markham Road. So if you're in that vicinity, they take on a team already there earlier this morning, but they play Milton at 2 o'clock today. So uh, there you go.
3: And your boys are not on that team? No, no my
2: boys play in different clubs. Okay, But really uh, they have all at uh, one stage or other played in the Robbie tournament, and my wife Heather has fond memories of playing in the Robbie tournament as a youngster, won it, in fact. Played uh, her in it. Her team played Whoa. and won it, yeah. 52 years that thing has gone, amazing. Wow. And I didn't realize there they give a lot of money to cystic fibrosis, mm-hmm. um, and a check was given out this year, $60,000. All the referees and linesmen, uh, volunteer the retirement. Oh wow. So they have Good thousands of volunteer hours That's in there. Brilliant. Great and story. Uh, fair play to all the folks that organised the Robbie tournament and thanks a million for getting in touch with us. So Good stuff. All right. All right. We'll play a wee bit of music. I, I kind of tossed it around there for you this week, Mark, because uh, with Canada Day weekend, I thought I'd throw a few kind of local Canadian to. artists in there, you know? Yeah. And some of them, of course, been Irish. Well, actually, most of them would be, right? <laughs> anyway, here's one from down Stratford Way, Lorena McKinneth and Skillig.
4: Describe the words of God and much of history. Many years I watched out upon the sea. The waves would wash my
2: All right, well we're off to Ottawa to get the news from Ireland from Desmond. From one scorching city to another to get the news from another. Good morning, Desmond, and a happy Canada Day weekend to you.
5: Thank you so much there, Ken, and a happy Canada Day to you guys down there as well in Sweltering Toronto. Good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland coming to you from a Sweltering Ottawa Valley. The news is brought to you by us and at Aeromingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. After the worst snows Ireland has seen in decades, Ireland was sweltering this week, recording its highest June temperatures in nearly four decades. The highest temperature so far was recorded at 32 degrees, recorded on Thursday afternoon at Shannon Airport in County Clare. Head, County Donegal, saw 16.4 hours of sunshine on Wednesday, according to RTE News, That's three times the normal level of sunshine for this time of year. Parts of Ireland looked more like Southern California this week, with defense forces called in to battle blazes in the Sally Gap County, Wicklow, and the fire brigade was busy fighting gorse fires in Tolka Valley Park in Finglas County, Dublin. There were also bog fires near Milton County, Kildare, and the Limerick leader reports that the Air Corps are assisting a team of firefighters from Cork, Tipperary, and Limerick to fight gorse fires there in places like Angelsboro. Starting on Monday, Dublin has banned hose pipes in the capital because of high demands on water. People have been urged to conserve water in the Greater Dublin area. The ban will be in effect until at least July 31st and also bans activities like watering gardens and washing vehicles. Bus Erin, Dublin Bus and Inrod Éireann have all stopped washing their vehicles. Irish Water has said it is, quote, operating on a knife edge as it urges conservation as demand is exceeding supply in some places. Dublin, for example, has been using 615 million litres of water a day, 5 million more than can be produced on a daily basis. Now that the summer holidays are here, schools have volunteered to turn off their water supplies. In fact, the country has been baking for so long that Kildare County Council has had to close the R401 between Rathangan and Clonbullog because of the danger posed by boiling tarmac with 30-degree temperatures turning the surface to liquid. In other news this morning, if you were at Mass at the Church of St. Therese in Mount Mary in Dublin last weekend, you would have noticed noticed two unusual components of this particular Mass. First, it would have appeared that a woman was leading the service. And second, it was not just any woman, but Culture Minister Joseph of Madigan. The Irish Independent reports that the Dublin-Rathdown Finnegwayo T D was scheduled to give a reading at the Mass, but the scheduled replacement priest, rather, failed to show. She stepped up and offered to lead the prayer from the altar, performing most elements of a normal Mass, save for reading the Gospel or performing the consecration of the bread and wine, which can only be done by a priest. However, there was some pre-blessed bread on hand, meaning that Mass-goers could receive communion. Dermot Martin, the Archbishop of Dublin, however, called her move, quote, disrespectful, and and that they had caused hurt and distress, according to the Irish examiner. Madigan said that she was, quote, surprised at the personal attack by Martin, adding that she feels that the church needs to allow female priests to address their thinning ranks. This week in our local news matter segment, we head to the southwest and the province of Munster. First is off to County Cork, and who knew that archaeologists were unionized? Archaeologists working on the route of the N22 Macroom bypass have voted to go on strike next Wednesday over a pay dispute with the Irish Archaeological Consultancy. If their strike goes ahead, the Corkman reports that it could hold up construction of the long-delayed road, which has been held up in the past by everything from the economic crash of 2008 to the welfare of the Kerry slug. Meanwhile, the Kerryman newspaper reports that the post office in Valley Longford has become the first office in the kingdom to accept an X package from On Post. The paper reports that it is part of a modernization program to try to help save the post office network. About 26 Kerry post offices have been offered exit packages, almost half of all post offices in the county. They have until July 31st to make a final decision. Bally Longford Postmistress Jennifer Allen said that the decision was difficult, but it was, quote, inevitable that it would have closed in two years anyway and that the business was not viable. The weather has been so hot this week that the Tipperary Star reports that the male solicitors at the Nina Courthouse were allowed to remove their jackets in the courtroom this week. Judge Elizabeth McGrath allowed them to dress down, though she kept her gown on the bench. And finally, there's always an Irish angle somewhere. The Limerick leader proudly reports that Harry Kane, the star of England's 2018 World Cup soccer squad, has deep Limerick roots. Though in place for Tottenham Hotspur, and has so far recorded several goals in Russia, his grandmother, Phyllis, was born in Tahrlein. She emigrated to England in the 1950s and married Mike Kane from County Galway. One of their sons is Harry's father, Patrick. Kane has several cousins still living in Cahar Conlis, and local historian Pat Hoorigan told the leader this week that, quote, I hope this puts Cahar Conlis on the map. It turns out that sportsmanship runs in the family. Hoorigan said that Teresa's maternal grandfather was the famous Jim Flood, a member of Limerick's first senior All-Ireland hurling winning team in 1897. England next play, Columbia, on Tuesday in Russia. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our proud sponsor, Air Lingus. Don't miss Air Lingus' fall sale to Europe. Now is the time to book your fall getaway and save with great fares. Fly from Canada to Europe from $619. Hurry and book by July 12th. Travel on select dates from September 1st to October 31st. Price is round-trip per person, including air transportation charges, taxes, and fees. Restrictions apply. Find out more online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.aerlingus.com. So once again, to all of our listeners, a very happy Canada Day. Here from the news desk, now it's back to Keolagos like Crack in Toronto, and those two great Canada Day partners, Mark and Ken. So until next week, folks, slungo foil.
4: Great.
2: Oh, there you go. That's uh, Sandy Kelly from Sligo. Wow. Singing a great Willie Nelson written track called Crazy. Made Nelson. famous, of course, by Patsy Cline. Yes.
3: Was she Irish too? No. Who? Patsy, Patsy, Patsy. Cline. Can't claim her.
2: You, I'd say if you went back far enough, Maybe. You, you can't know.
3: claim her like we're claiming Harry Kane there
2: yeah but man Desmond that's it that's, that's brilliant. brilliant bit of research there I was talking to my good friend Kyle O'Connor yesterday and that's he said he's putting all his weight behind England because of the Harry Kane connection oh no the Galway connection oh he said. right I see yeah. and I said what same as said, me don't you tell me he said if you know <laughs> if a football player and his dad was from your town in Sligo that you wouldn't be cheering him on as well so he <laughs> teased a bit of crow he there. makes
3: a good point he yeah. makes a good point Hey, um, I, we got a note this week, uh, Ken, from a um, uh, from a lady by the name of Cailin Wibbs. And um, she was talking about the fact that um, up at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park yes. up in Bowmanville, next weekend, July 5th to the 8th, there's this uh, IMSA series making their fourth north of the border stop at the track. And there's a fellow by the name of Damien Faulkner, and he's from Moville in Ireland, and he's going to be participating in the uh, IMSA weekend in the Continental Tire Sports Car Challenge Series. And he's also got a teammate there racing in the number 33 car uh, for Windward Racing. And um, anyway, Faulkner is, uh, right now he's currently 16th in the series overall standing. So, so anyway, if you're, uh, if you're into, the, uh, into the cars and you're into uh, um, Irish car racers, if you will, Damien Faulkner, um, all the way from Moville. Um, is going to be over there doing a little bit of car racing, Kenny. Lovely spot no. there in Donegal. Yes, Moval. right. Lovely Thank you. There. I didn't. I forgot where it was. So thanks for making me look bad, so Kenny.
2: Oh no, I wasn't trying to make. Actually, it. I, know, I would yeah. have assumed you'd know that. I would you know here, every little corner in Ireland.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Way better than me. I actually thought it was in Tyrone. <laughs> Did you I'm thinking of? So well, there words. might be a Moval in Tyrone. Yeah, probably there really I mean, is. <laughs> there's, there's Movals probably everywhere. Right? Know, I'm thinking of another place altogether.
2: Yeah. Anyway. Uh, there you, you go. That's good. Yeah, get out and see them. So there you go. Between the, the football and the um and the car racing, there's a few Irish lads knocking Aye. about town.
3: Aye. So that will be uh,
2: good to get out. Hey, you see the under-20s were at it as well. I did, yeah. And um, Kildare and Offaly. Kildare took Offaly down there. Yeah, I yeah, saw so. that, yeah. Those lads will set up a final with either uh, Dublin or me, I believe. Yes. uh, The next one, and then Kerry are Munster champions. They beat Cork by six points to uh, lift that title. There, so you know, three eleven to fourteen points. There was
3: a very interesting result in the minor um, as well, where uh, Wicklow had a historic win against Dublin. Yeah. uh, Dublin, um, Dublin are also going, I believe, for uh, they've had a number of minor wins as well. So they're. You know, there's a fierce factory of young lads on the uh, still coming up, in the, up, be, up behind the, the current team who, who made Leash look very, very ordinary last week, I have to say. I had high right. hopes going he into did. the game of not losing by 18 points, but they did. <laughs> they lost by eight. Paddy Power had them at 15, and uh, they got off to a flying start anyway, stuck with them, and then you know, Dublin just made these adjustments. You can tell there's just a huge difference in talent there between between the Dubs and pretty much uh, everybody else, but uh, hopefully uh, a Mayo or a Tyrone or Monaghan can, or Galway even can pick up the pieces and um, and, and, uh, and and challenge them. So the way it's all going to work now is they'll have those four games today, mm-hmm. and those four teams, the four winners from this weekend, uh, will play against the four provincial losers. So the winners of the four games today will be drawn against either Leash for Roscommon, or Cork. And then the winners of those games will go into the Super Eight against the four provincial champions that are already there. Okay, so your so boys get still, another kick at this. They get another here, kick yeah. at it, uh, but they'll they'll have to go through someone like a, a Monahan or an Arma or a Tyrone or a Mayo. Um, those are the most likely. Um, and it is a draw to win it. It's a, draw, a, right? it's, it's a draw, right? Yeah. Okay. It's a draw. It's a draw. Although some of them can't play each other again. Um, so Both if they've played already yeah, in the championship. So for, for example, Fermanagh can't play Monaghan again. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Ah, anyway, yeah. so that's the that's the deal. They'll um, they'll they'll go go up against each other. So it should be very interesting.
2: And your uh, your county has another team playing today. And uh, that's the ladies' side of things. The ladies There's are There's a whole today. bunch. There's a triple header of Leinster finals today. There's yeah. the juniors, which is Carlo and Loud. Uh, Wicklow and Leash are in the intermediate. Yes. And then Dublin and Westmead are in the seniors. So, yeah, cracking day out for the ladies. It'll be a good day out, be yeah.
3: Triple header. We've always had a decent ladies' team. So Yeah.
2: Mm. Oh, yeah. Did you get a go at that team? No? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, <laughs> I no. Make it onto that. No. No. All right, fair play to you. I could answer great. that in a different way, but could, I won't. But you won't. I'm now. not going there, Leave now Leave that.
3: Leave that out. You'd be just trying to lure me in. Where yeah. are we
2: going next? Uh lovely old song. There's great, great lyrics in this song about a fella stealing a horse, the blind harper, <laughs> and steals a horse from the king and and uh, he wants the brown he wants the brown horse and he puts up the grey mare to get it. So have a listen to this. It's Andy <laughs> Irvine and Paul Brady.
6: of the blind harper how he lived in Loch town he would go to fair england to steal king henry's wanton brown but first he's gone on to his wife with all the speed that he could show this work he says it'll never go well without the help of our good gray mare says you take the good grey mare, she'll run o'er hills both low and high, sit you on the grey mare's back, and leave the foal at home with me. So he is up to England, gone even as fast as go could he, when he came to Carlisle Gates, who should be there but King Henry. And the king looked over his left shoulder, and he says unto his serving groom, Take the poor blind harper's mare, put her beside me wanton brown. And then he sang and he charmed them all so fast asleep. Straightway he took off his shoes, quietly down the stairs did creep. Soon he came to the stable door with tread as light as light could be. When he opened and went in, he found thirty steeds and three halted from his hose and from his purpose he did not fail he slipped it over the wanton's nose he's tied it to the grey mare's tail and he's loosed them out of the castle gates and the mare didn't fail to find her way she was at Loch Maben town three long hours before the day very next morning in broad daylight when they had ended all their cheer behold the wanton brown was gone likewise the poor blind harper's mare and it's old and the lass is the blind harper and it's ever and the last i came here in scotland i've lost me a good gray foal. in england they've stolen me old gray mare and it's whole guitar. You blind harper and again of your music, let us hear. Well paid shall your copal be, you'll have a far better mare. So the harper harped and then he sang, so sweet was the music he let them hear. He was paid for a bowl that he never had lost, three times over for the good grey mare.
2: There you go. That's how you get it. Beautiful. Play the harp and have a few tricks up your sleeve. Well, if you're listening in and not watching, France are leading Argentina 4-2 with uh, about 12 minutes left or yeah. less, maybe a little less now.
3: Yeah, they're not looking, uh, looking good, the Argies Looks like Maradona might be taking his private jet home. Yeah, there you go. There you go. he has yeah. been quite the show, hasn't he? I uh, got an old note here from Michael Cosgrove. He's listening to us this morning and uh, Michael listens in every week and uh, we thank him for that, um, but he was telling me that it's 90 years since Kildare last won the All-Ireland Football Championship and um, he said they've only won four of them. They won in 1905, 1919, 1927, and then they won again in 1928. So they did the big two in a row back then. So he says maybe when they win another one, they'll, uh, they'll update in Conletts Park in Drogheda. Ah, um, there you go. Yeah, just waiting for the big win. So that's win. what
2: it is. It's a win that they need. Yeah, they are, <laughs> Big yeah. finances.
3: Yeah. Now, anyway, anyway, so they it seem then. like they've recovered a little bit after uh, losing very heavily to Carlo in Leinster. So they they, uh, they might have figured a few things out. So be an yeah. interesting game tomorrow against Mayo, that's for sure. Yes, indeed. That and the Tyrone game, I suppose, would be the two. You would expect that Monaghan would dispatch of Leitrim quite easily. Although Claire can be uh, uh, dodgy enough uh, on the team. So we'll see what happens there now.
2: We will Indeed, yes, absolutely. I was back home there uh, about a week or 10 days ago and listening in. And I heard a great interview with Sean Keane, brother, of course, of Dolores Keane. What a talented family mm-hmm. that is there all the way from Galway. Yeah. And uh, he's got a brand new album out called Gratitude. And I was, I've been listening to it and it's, uh, it's really, really lovely. It's with the uh, RTE Orchestra and some great uh, great tunes on there, some remakes of some old stuff. But I thought we'd uh, play this little one here. It's called Nature's Little Symphony and Sean Keane.
7: Music as it whistles through The handmade winding walls around our home A muddled plays a lonesome tune The skylark sings a often all alone The grass is in the meadow The starlings in the sky The children chanting poems of long ago All part of nature's little symphony Reason the music's in our soul. Symbols of the crashing waves at sea, Only for the call them ashore. Robin rhymes and every morning reprise. Oh, came hey the fiddle be a tune so soft below All part of nature's little symphony the cue the
0: When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keene family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. Way in Etobicoke. Call six-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms.
3: All right, Kenny. And tomorrow, uh, t- today actually at noon, if you get over there, you're going to get to see a very entertaining game at Cavan and Tyrone. And then at two o'clock this afternoon, uh, I suppose the big game of the day, Kildare at home to Mayo. Then tomorrow morning it kicks off at nine a.m. Clare taking on Cork, um, and then at eleven o'clock. Uh, they, that uh, that first game is the Munster final and then the Leinster hurling final between Kilkenny and Galway who are not from Leinster but they're in the Leinster final that's fine it's it is good. we're it happy is. with that yeah we are and, um, pass you have a few GAA results do you or do you oh, want me to well, well there's certainly a result in
2: already yeah. from one of the qualifiers and Monaghan have taken down Leitrim 119 to 9 points and in the second game that has already uh, been thrown in there Armagh and Cl- uh, and Clare, Armagh 216
3: to uh, Clare 115. So, and, and that game, Ken, has just gone full-time result. Oh, it has. So Armagh and Monaghan are predictably into there the next round. And so they uh, could be, one see. of those two could play a leash then. They could, yeah. yeah. There you go. The Armagh lads are soft. We we'll, oh, like them.
2: Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a good dig there to a few <laughs> listeners, all right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll get on with the calendar here. Now arriving in Canada, Guinness Hop House 13, all the way from the Open Gate Brewery at St. James Gate in Dublin. Double hopped for a more flavorful lager from the first sip to the crisp finish. Earning its name from the original Hop House 13 at St. James Gate, available at select pubs and now arriving across Canada in 500ml cans. Guinness Hop House 13, more hops, more taste, more character. Ah, yes, lovely stuff it is indeed. All right, here we are with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events, and we've talked about a couple of things already ca- uh, taking place. Well, this weekend we talked about Mayfield United, the under-15 Cork team out from Ireland to play in the Robbie Tournament. You can catch them up at Centennial College Park today at 2 p.m. They'll be taking on Milton. And next weekend, the Damien Faulkner from Moville, Ireland, will be taking place in the uh, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park in Bowmanville. So you can get out there. The details are, of course, on our website. Brian uh, Dolan Golf and Social Society. Their first outing was a great success, and all thanks to Captain Rory O'Donovan, who has led the way in that. Round two was taking place on Saturday, July the 14th. Early afternoon tea times are to be determined at the Don Valley Golf Course. So, if you want to get in touch with Rory in the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce, please do so. And everybody is welcome. And there have been a lot of, obviously, the single players just signing up for that. So, you can get out there and enjoy a bit of crack with them. And there is a social aspect of it taking place at Dora right afterwards. The Irish summer camps are coming up July 16th to the 20th. It's in the Mississa- uh, Mississauga Irish Club. That's out there on the Ridgeway. July 23rd to the 27th at St. Edward the Confessor Church, and that is at Young and Finch. July 30th at the Montgomery Inn. August 13th to the 17th at the Legion Todd Morden Branch, and that is on Pape Avenue. August 20th to the 24th at the Museum of Steam and Technology in Hamilton. And back at Montgomery's Inn for August 27th to the 31st. And this is all for f- children, 4 to 14. And there are volunteer hours for house- high school kids, so please get in touch with Maureen Mulvey O'Leary, 416-446-6993, or you can contact her on email, moleary2001 at rogers.com. And the 6th Annual Eamon O'Loughlin Memorial Golf Gathering is taking place on Saturday, September the 15th, at Caledon Woods Golf Club. And please get your... Um, teams into cormac O'Murray, and you can get in touch with cormac it is cormac o at rogers.com we all want to remember Eamon O'Loughlin, and it's always a great day out so get your foursome in there or sign up as an individual and you can have mixed teams there's women's there's men so no excuses there folks you can get all the information of course on any of these events at our website saturdayirishradio.com just click on the link for the calendar And you can always hear a playback of the show. Go to that same website and you can get that information.
3: Good man yourself. All right. Well, we talked about
2: some uh, local artists. And, of course, where we'll be without CT. I have to play a wee bit of CT. Has to be done. Yeah, has to be done, doesn't it? He's the man around town there. And uh, I was thinking about this because it's um, home thoughts from abroad. And we've just put our lottery ticket allocation in there for Japan 2019 Rugby (sighs) World Cup we'd be having some home thoughts from abroad over there wouldn't (laughs) we we? anyway here's uh, CT with this one
8: could be a millionaire if I had the money I could own a mansion no I don't think I'd like that but I might write a song that makes you laugh now that would be funny and you could tell your friends in England you'd like that Now I've chosen aeroplanes and boats to come between us And a line or two on paper wouldn't go amiss How is Worcestershire, is it still the same between us? Do you still use television to send you fast asleep? Can you last another week? Does the system still leave? Or oh, have you found a man to mend it? Oh, and by the way, has your broken heart? Is that mended too? I miss you. I miss you. I've been reading Browning Keats and William Wordsworth And they all seem to be saying The same thing for me
5: Well, I like
8: the words they use And I like the way they use them You know, home thoughts from abroad Are such a beautiful poem And I know how Robert Brown I must have Cause I'm feeling the same way about you Wondering what you're doing And if you need some help Do I still occupy your mind? Am I being so unkind? Do you find it very lonely? Or have you found someone to laugh with? And by the way, are you laughing now? Cause I am not. I miss you. I miss you.
3: Ah, look at that. Well done, well it's done. Hard to, to beat him, isn't it? It is hard to beat him. Hey, listen, I just reminded as well, you, you mentioned uh, uh, Cormac and Murray there, and the uh, the old golf event. I just wanted to do a bit of a shout out to, um, uh, to Cormac and Angela because their son, uh, Connor, um, he is officially a lawyer now. He well, congratulations. graduated this week, so congratulations to them. Um, and... Um, Best of luck to him with the rest of his career. I believe he might be moving to uh, to New York. I'm not sure. Oh, a high powered lad in and New York. My absolutely. Goodness. And I uh, also want to do a big shout out to my own daughter, Carmella, who graduated and uh, she is uh, heading off down to Wilfrid Laurier University starting now in September. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. So she's gone. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. That's amazing.
2: Yes. And another fella had a graduation, a daughter graduating, Charlie Dorley. And his daughter's off
3: down to Ottawa, oh, Ottawa I believe. With the hockey, yeah, huh? yeah.
2: It's that time now.
3: Ah, sure, it's grand.
2: Isn't it amazing? Where mm. are these years going? I don't know.
3: I know, I know. Honest crazy. to God.
2: Honest to God.
3: Stuff together. So um, anyway, look at that. Eleven fifty-five. Uh, yeah. Did France win? I think they did. They, they did,
2: then? I believe. Yeah, four-two. Four-two. The, Four the RG is so. going home. Um, yeah. So that's me be seeing Maradona's.
3: Antics. We will not. No, we will not. Okay. Does, that your, does that do you for the pool now? No, What's wrong? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not out. I just okay. have to get the rest of them right on the way in. Fair uh, play I, did, I did think Argentina would uh, fare a little bit better in that game than they did. So, um, anyway,
2: I did too. All right, good enough. Well, we'll go out with two of the lovely voices of this town, Ethna Heffernan and Madeline O'Loughlin, with a lovely song called "Steal Away." Oh, right. Brilliant. Okay, folks, Slana Griff. <laughs>
0: for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11am to noon.